with Tyson Bryden. Welcome to Nonstop Rock Talk. I am your host, Tyson Bryden. Today, I'm very happy to welcome guitarist, and I hope I get your last name right, Roberto Hendrigo. Is that how it's printed? I got it. Right on. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. All right. So, Roberto, welcome. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great, 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 great. Thanks, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. And uh, like we were talking before, it's always amazing to have some moments to talk about things that matters, right? That's right. Music, Music. rock and roll. Yes. 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 This is life. Yes. This is our life. Exactly. So, Roberto, uh, before we get to your latest release, uh, I think it's important to discuss your background a little bit. You were born in Brazil, I understand. Yes. Um, yes, yes. Kind of give me the whole scoop on your, I guess, your life journey, your musical journey, all that kind of stuff. Okay, well, I will try to avoid two hours conversations. So, <laughs> uh, okay, so I started in Curitiba. Uh, Curitiba is a city in south of Brazil. And the scene for rock in general there is very strong. It's amazing. So, for example, the only hard rock cafe in Brazil, it was in the city that I, that I was living uh, I started with 13 years old, and I really, my passion with the guitar, it was instantaneous, you know, yeah. it was extremely strong. And uh, we didn't have smartphones in our time, so I was playing 16 hours guitar every day, you know. Wow. Not, not every day, I'm exaggerating, but at least 8, 10, 12 hours per day. It was my video game. It was my fun, so yeah, that's it. So with time, I started teaching with 17, 17 years old, I started teaching guitar. Wow. And with, I think my first band, I had 14 years old. It was a Dream Theater cover. No, really? Yes. Oh. Yes, it was Dream Theater and some bands from Brazil, like Angra, it's extremely well-known. You know the guitar player Kiko Loreiro, that now he's playing with Megadeth? Right, yeah. He was the player of, uh, of Angra. Cool. So, with 14 years old, this was my inspiration. I was playing all the, the hard shredding, yeah. etc. But rock and roll in general, I started playing some uh, blues as well, some bossa nova that is the jazz of Brazil, right? Yeah. And then, okay, I think strongly, professionally, I started with 19, teaching full-time and playing almost every weekend, every weekend, until, uh, until I came here. To Canada, which is Montreal. You are in Montreal, right? Yes, I'm in Montreal, that's it. Yes, that's awesome. So, so I have bands, I have some recordings, some CDs, some features in some CDs, but I think my, my, my strongest history is starting now, I think, in general, with my songs, with my music, right. because as a musician, we need to play some classic rock that you can play every weekend, right? Yeah. Uh, we need to play some blues to play in, in the other bars that they don't play rock and roll, so then I was playing the full circle of wow. all the bars. Good for you. Good for you. Yes, but now my own music, I don't know. With the pandemic, I felt, okay, I'm home. I'm not playing every weekend, so let's record one city. Let's use the energy that drives me to create something new. And I, I love it. I love it, my new city. That's awesome. Now, and which brings us to your new city. We're going to talk about uh, 
the latest release entitled Beautiful Evil. Um, yes. Now, for those that don't know, this is a totally instrumental track. You're pretty well totally instrumental is what you do, I understand. So, um, And it's funny, in instrumental music, um, I always, when I've had other artists that, are, that do instrumental, I always ask, seem to ask these questions because I find that instrumental music with a title is different than a title. Like, a title's obvious when there's lyrics, right? So... Right, so I mean, in terms of beautiful evil, there must have been a mindset when titling the song. Um, um, for me, it's kind of like you get, like I mentioned about lyric, uh, lyric songs with lyrics. You kind of have, you know, you listen to it and go, okay, I know what that song's about. I know what the artist was thinking. So it's a little bit different when it comes to instrumental. So. Can you kind of elaborate on why this track was called Beautiful Evil? Yes. So you're talking about songs with lyrics. Yes. So when we have songs that they have a title and they have lyrics, actually we have art in two ways. Right. We have art of the music and art of the poetry. Yes. So the... the in general, I think it's the, the singer, he's trying to describe, he's trying to do his poetry while he's singing. So we have two ways of art. In instrumental music in general, it's only music. It's only sounds, only emotions, only expressions. So when in a lyric, uh, somebody says, I love you, I hate you, yeah. uh, you know, it's there. That's and, right. we are very, and we are very used to the tone of the voice. But how to describe these in sounds? It's complicated and it's wide. It's extremely wide. So the ways, uh, the several ways of saying I love you or I hate you with music, really, it's no limit, you know? We have several ways of doing that. So Beautiful Evil, when I wrote Beautiful Evil, you can see uh, uh, in my CD, my, my latest release, it, it, the name is Oráculo. It is the Portuguese name of Oracle. It's the, the same idea. I have several songs with several different styles. I have a very jazzy song, a classic rock song, an electronic pumping song. And Beautiful Evil is the heaviest song that I have. It's the heaviest one. But when I was writing Beautiful Evil, I was thinking... Uh, I think a lot about how mankind in general we are responsible of taking care of the world. It's easy to say that, you know. It, yeah. I'm, it's like I'm, I'm limiting my music with this expression, but it's not only that, you know. Nature, the 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 nature is naive. Nature is pure, you know. They don't have a natural evil inside. So mankind, we can be beautiful and we can be evil yep. so beautiful evil that makes sense so we we mankind we need to take care we need to be aware of what is happening uh each day each decision uh if you drop a can of coke in the, in the road you know we need to think about all the consequences about the tiny actions that we do and so it's like a reflection between we are beautiful and we are evil, 
And it's beautiful that sometimes our evil inside opens the space to be beautiful later. It's, mm. Now I'm trying to do the poetry, but I hate that. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm not a poet. Uh, so I, I would say that in general, that was the first instinct of when I was writing Beautiful Evil. Cool. That was the first inspiration, but I'm I'm, re, I'm receiving a lot of feedbacks about my songs, and people they are saying different things about my song, about how they are feeling, and especially when I recorded I recorded my recent video clip. It's beautiful. You you can find on YouTube. Yeah, uh, you can see the images there, so they are helping to understand. But it's open. That's it. Yeah, everyone will understand in their in their way. Yeah, some of the, I mean, some of the imagery, the one that uh, really stood out to me is, I believe it was the flood. There's a flood, and there's, was it on a football field? And it was like, yes. you saw that in the club, and you're like, okay, I kind of, I'm getting the theme of what the song, the video helps with the theme of the song, right? Of what yes. you were going for, which I thought was really well done. I need to be extremely grateful with my video producer is Jenny. Uh, Jenny, uh, she's the owner of the Payton Productions, and really, she's working with me. She worked with me, beautiful people, and she's going to work with me in all of my songs. Actually, I have another video clip that is ready, just waiting the the, the perfect moment to release my next song, uh, Honesty. I'm going to release the, the video clip, and she did the video clip. But anyways, she captured the idea in video. So this is her art. That's, That's cool. it. That is awesome. Now, the, the, this release is your third third album, the other two being Sons from 2017 and Enjoy from 2019, I believe. Yes. Um, now, is the album, the album is out? Is it out currently? Okay. Uh, Oracle, yes, it's Oracle. out. Yeah. Yes. yes. Uh, you can find it all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, and etc. Um, I have a label supporting me. It's ACAB Records. So if somebody wants to buy uh, the files, to buy the art, they can go there in the website of ACAB Records. They can buy there too. But anyway, it's available on all, all streaming platforms and YouTube Music general it's officially out but the video clips i'm releasing slowly okay because i want people to enjoy each song for one two months three months before i release uh, other song that's great i mean that seems to be the, the way to do things now sometimes you'll see uh there'll be videos or song clips months before an album comes out now you know what i mean and which is, yeah. you know, it, it really, before it was back in the old days, it was like, okay, you got the single came out three weeks ahead of when the album would come out and then the album would drop. But now it seems that record labels are doing it way in advance, which kind of, it, it, it's kind of exciting because you, you are really anticipating. You're like, I really like that song. I want to hear more, but now I've really got to wait for this. So it's kind of, it's kind of a cool concept. So I think we are in a era uh, of, with a flow of information. We have a lot of new artists, uh, every DJ, songwriter, everyone, they can upload something in SoundCloud. So the best way now, instead of releasing one entire album, just, yeah, release everything, you know, it will be a lot of songs lost in the middle of, uh, of a lot of songs, right? Yeah. So I think the best way to 
show each song is through video clips. Yeah. So my idea is to create one video clip for each of my songs. That's fantastic. Now, this album is described described as a journey of self-discovery. Discover. Jeez, I'm tongue-tied. Sorry. <laughs> so, okay, so tell me about that. I mean, music is a great form of therapy. It always is, right? Especially when you're playing. It's And you spoke of emotion. So, I mean, playing guitar. I'm a guitar player myself, so I totally I can totally relate to what you're saying. I mean, it's you pick up a guitar. Say you're having a bad day. You pick up a guitar and within no time, it's like it all goes away. Yeah. I'm addicted to, to that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so when I, when I said uh, there is a journal of self-discovery, for example, uh, the first song that I started to write, it was Honesty. Uh, I needed to be very honest with myself about... Things that I want, things that I am, things that I'm not, things that I'm doing just because I saw somebody doing, things that they are extremely me, they are me indeed. Uh, so the reflections of trying to discover where you are in the middle of a lot of personalities, informations, and, and especially with music, it's complex. And sometimes it's, it's frustrating, you know, it, it, it's, it's hard, you know. Uh, you are a guitar player, you know when you are playing some leaks, yes. and you're just, oh, okay, I'm playing some leaks from ACDC. Yeah, that's right. So, that's <laughs> you so know, true. you're playing, because this is our school, this is from yeah. where we came. Yeah. But at some point, we need to try to make the list that we learned from the CBC hours. Oh, yes, exactly. So this is the challenge. So the journey of self-discovery, it's in the tiny details. And all the names of my songs, they are things like that. For example, I have my song Lines. They address the lines in our hands. Oh, that's cool. So the lines that shows a hard worker, a father trying to feed their family, a musician, uh, a chef trying to do the best food for their customers. You know, the hands, they can't lie. So this, my song Lines is about this. The song Honesty is about trying to be honest with myself, especially when I was songwriting this song. So I have a lot of influence, influences coming from the old school rock, Led Zeppelin, Deep Purple, uh, Toto, Yes, but I have a lot of modern influence with me, you know, the guitar player Jason Becker, Steve I, of course, yes. uh, Pantera, it's part of me, yeah. uh, the guitar player Joey Bonamassa, Eric Gale playing blues, so you know, it's... Music's not only metal, blues, and etc. It's a mix of everything. Yeah. So that's why my CD, each song is one style, because how I was feeling, you know? Yeah, well, it's funny that you mention that, because um, after I watched the video uh, for Beautiful Evil, I it, it kept playing. So the next thing up was um, the Santana song, Smooth, that you did. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, you're play I and I'm like... Yeah, and it was really cool because because you had just played this style of your own stuff and it was heavier and it was, you know, it was more metal. And then all of a sudden, you're playing a Les Paul and your tone 
your tone to Santana was was pretty dead on. It sounded it sounded really really good, and I'm like, wow, this is this is a change, but he's really nailing this. This is really good. This and then and then there's a couple more clips. Then we go to Deep Purple. You're doing Highway Star. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome because I'm a huge Blackmore fan. So I was like, oh, this I have to watch this. This is really good. And then Annihilator, which is Jeff. Is it, is it Jeff Walters? Is that his name? It's uh, he's from Canada. He's Canadian. Yeah, he's from BC. And I remember back in the day, us, uh, my buddy was a big Annihilator fan. Um, and uh, there was that one song, and we always used to joke that there was a song called Craft Dinner on the one album, and we always used to joke about that. We'd always sing, we loved that song. I was like, uh, and the lyrics were so simplistic. He says something like, Water's boiling, I'm so hungry. <laughs> yeah, craft dinner, that's it. Yeah, right? So, so, anyways, getting back to what I was getting at, and then, and then there's Jeff Beck and the Deftones, and I'm like, wow i'm like this is and everything was done so well so so kudos to you i really i really enjoyed everything that was on youtube that i was watching because i it just kind of blew me away there's guitar players there's a lot of guitar players that are just play one formula one style and that's that's all they do but it's very refreshing to see that you're playing different styles but you're doing it really well Thanks. Well, thanks. Uh, actually, the idea, all my guitar covers on YouTube, the idea started uh, because for 16, 17 years I taught guitar. I was giving lessons. Yeah. I had my music. I had my music school in Brazil. Uh, we had almost three hundred students there. It was amazing. Yeah. And but I saw some guitar players. They are trying to learn using tablatures. Yeah. And tablatures sometimes they suck. Oh, oh, I don't know if I can say that. No, no, you can say that. Absolutely, say whatever you want. It's all good. They suck. Yeah. You know, they, it's like there's a lot of guitar players that they are giving up learning one song because the tab is not correct, and etc. So, and actually, this is a hint, a side hint. It's always good to have a guitar teacher. Okay, yes, that's true. It's always, it's always good to have some guidance. But my idea, uh, I was teaching all of those songs for some of my students. And some of the songs that, that I recorded on YouTube, I was playing with my classic rock bands and etc. And there are some things that they drive me that I love. Yeah. You know, it's from where we came. We can't deny that. No, we can't. And I started recording one video and my student he said to me, oh, oh, it really helped. So I can see your fingers where they are. What do I need to play? I can do it slow motion on YouTube. And I was, wow, nice. Then I recorded a second, a third, fourth. I think I have more than 100 videos on YouTube, only guitar covers. But my idea was, try, was trying to help other guitar players to learn how to play their, the, the songs that they love. Yeah. But they don't have access to good tablatures or how to do the expressions. And it's true. So You're right. You're right. I mean, I, for me as a guitar player, it was always so. I took I took some music in school, so I took a little bit of music in school. So I I learned how to read music, but I can't read me. I don't read music now. But but it all but it also it also taught me the fact that even though there was the tablature on the sheet, there was also the music above it. So I knew how the note. You know, like get. 
you know how the notes went which really yes. helped but then of course i developed an ear as well to be able yeah. to sit down right to sit down and it's like okay i have to look i'm gonna learn this song and i'm gonna do it by ear so there was the three elements it wasn't just the one element of the tablature it was like kind of putting ever all three of those things together even though i can't read music properly i was still able to to figure it out you know what i mean because i had a little bit of that knowledge but you were lucky there's a lot of guitar players they don't have access to a music sheet That's so right. they don't know what 16 notes triplets That's eight right. notes. they don't know what these things you know so when you're playing let's say triplets you you your metronome is here it's there's some people that don't, they don't know that That's right. so when you mix tablatures like uh, using the program guitar pro so it shows the music sheet and it shows the tablature okay it's a plus it's nice but how you're going to show perfectly how to do a whole tone band a half tone a half tone yeah. band how you show how to use the one bar yeah doing two whole tones down you ever seen that drawn in tablature it is it doesn't explain it well it's this yeah, it's yeah. more the ear right than anything Pinch harmonics, uh, and actually, I salute you because you were using the ear. Yeah. But there's a lot of comments in my YouTube videos. People, the video is there, and they are asking, hey, do you have a tablature? Man, don't be lazy, you know? Well, <laughs> check the video, do it slow motion, check where is the fingers. And there's a lot of guitar players showing how to play the songs, and it's there. You know, so if you watch a video, you can use your ear. Oh, this is right. Yeah. You can see the movement. Yeah. yeah and you can try to play, uh, to play to, uh, along slowly. So. I mean, for 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 me, it was, and I'm sure this you probably had to, you may have had to do this too. It was listening to a CD and then having to rewind. I was lucky enough. I had a CD player, a DVD player that had that had A and B on it. So I would put it on a loop for like, say, just a small little part, and then I would play it over and over and over again. And then I would learn the solos in sections and then piece it all together at the end and then play it. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, yes. I'm starting to remember some. Wow. Yes. And with the, the videos, too, the long plays, right? Yeah. Sometimes I was learning some songs from some old videos that my father had, yeah. and he had the video 9120 from Yes, that it has the song Owner of a Lonely Heart. Uh, oh, right, okay, yeah, 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 which is mid-80s at Yes, right? Yes. Like Trevor the, Rabin, I think Trevor Rabin was the guitar yeah. player on that? Yes, it was the focus moment of Yes, but... It's yes, you know. But it's still a great song. Yeah, it's, that's a great song. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, go, go. Well, no, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead with what you were going to say. I did not want to cut you off because we're in a we're in a good conversation here. <laughs> oh my god! So we have a lyric. I don't know. <laughs> so, no, no, no. We're okay, we're all good. Uh, guitar, yes, it's one of the best instruments when you are looking for expression of emotions and expression of music. Steve Morse, the current guitar player of Deep Purple, he said, 
in a guitar, you have more than 40 ways uh, when it comes to express one note. Yeah, sure. You don't have this on the piano, you know? You don't have this. So that's why there's a lot of instruments being replaced by digital instruments. And in my opinion, it will never happen with the guitar. No. It can't. It, can't. it even it even goes back to um, say talking about rhythm. Now a lot of guys in the eighties had a rhythm style. It wasn't just a straight rhythm. Where some guys would like, uh, I'm thinking like Warren Demartini or George Lynch, where they would actually be bending a little bit on a chord that would give mm -hmm. it that you know what i mean it's like and you'd go well how does he do that it's just it's just a small subtlety in their playing that just sounded so cool right yes and if you think uh, rich blackmore like you said you love and i love to rich uh, when deep purple they were recording they didn't have a metronome they were that good, you know? Wow. But sometimes they, they were doing tiny fluctuations. So instead of 118 BPM, sometimes one part of the song they were in 116, 110, because of the natural movement of the songs. Yes. How you can reply, how you can do that again, it's impossible, you That's know? That's crazy. That's it's, Yes. Uh, nowadays, all the producers are very used to require a metronome every time I use yeah. the metronome. But those guys, they were, I don't know, they were... They were special. Uh, I, mean, and I, I mean, and that says a lot about Ian Pace and how good he was as a drummer. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. And you were saying about rhythm guitar players, let's say Malcolm Young. Right. He was a phenomenal guitar player. Yeah. Phenomenal. But he was the rhythm guitar guitar player, so that's why that's why he was not on the spotlight. But oh my god, he has a true, you know, a feeling that feeling and tightness and everything was is just uh, is there, right? There's no, it's not, there's nothing loose. And people say, you know, like ACDC is loose. Well, it's not. It's not at all loose. No, no, no. If, you, if you take Thunderstruck, everyone knows, da, na, 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 yeah. everyone, but check the guitar, the, the rhythm guitar on the back. The guitar is doing the drive, you know, yeah. the groove. I love stuff like that, though. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. And uh, you can find this. Okay, so we are, we are talking about classic rock, but you can find this in the modern blues. Right. Joey Bonamassa, Eric Gales. Eric Gales is one of my favorite guitar players now in blues. He's, I don't know, for me, he's like almost the, the new Jimi Hendrix. He's amazing. That's all. He's amazing. Eric Gales. I will have to check him out because I know his name, but I don't know if I've heard anything he's done. I'll check him out for sure. It's, it's tasty. <laughs> it's amazing. And Joey Bonamassa. Yeah, I know Joey Bonamassa. He's, he's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. So, but that's it. Now we talked about classic rock, blues. Yeah. But if we go to jazz, John McLaughlin, you know, Audi Meola. Yeah. It's a different word, and it's it's a different emotion. Yeah. So that's why uh, 
I mean, we love rock, right? Yeah. And that's it. I, 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 I am the stereotype. I have the long hair. That's it. <laughs> blah, 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 etc. I love to listen jazz. I love to listen classical music. Chopin, Johann Sebastian Bach. I love Niccolo Paganini, the violin yeah. player. You yeah. know? Uh, really, I take some hours listening. Uh, but again, we are inside rock. But there's emotions that they can be found on rock. That's right. They can't. They can't. There's another Canadian singer, Lorena McKennett. Yeah. The music that she does, it's unique. And you can't find this on rock. So That's yeah. true. And I mean, it, it's funny how I discover classical music is because of Yngwie Malmsteen. Because ah, in, right, yes. and if there was no Ingve in the eighties, I wouldn't have known half of the classical people that I did because of him. <laughs> and it's so funny, right? Here's this guy, here's this rock artist, but he was incorporating classical in some ways into into what he was doing, which I which I think was so cool. Yeah, people underestimate uh, Mamsi. Yes, he's a fast guitar player. Yes. But he does because he can. That's right. That's because he can, exactly. <laughs> because he can. That's it. And it's one emotion necessary. You know, that, that there's a lot of uh, guitar players, they say, oh, it lacks emotion. There are some songs that he plays, the maestro, Monsi, right? Yeah. There's a lot of emotion. I, yeah, a, it's, lot of emotion. a lot of people say that. And I'm like, do, are you, do you actually pay attention? Are you paying attention to what he does? Because when I listen to it, I go, I don't hear that that's unemotional. I hear he's doing his thing and there is emotion in there. And that's his style. It's a different emotion. Uh, let's say in classical music, that's, there are some runs on the violin. Right. So he's trying to replicate yeah. that on the guitar, you know? So if you take a Frigian major, it's a mode of the minor harmonic, and you do a very quick run in the Frigian major, this is a feeling. It's not because he's playing fast that, oh, yeah, oh, my God, I'm the best. No, no. The run on Frigian major, there's a feeling in there. You know, if you are taking the Dorian mode, and if you do, if you insert a blue note on the Dorian mode, there is something unique there. If you play slow, you're going to have one emotion, but if you play fast, you're going to have a different emotion. So it's emotions you can't deny. Uh, that's why when people say rocks dead, never because it's one emotion, and the emotion is not dead. That's right. That's true. You That's know, a good point. Rock is not that. Jazz is not that. The classical music is not that. It's emotions, and people sometimes they need to feel that, and they forget to to feel this. You know. Mm -hmm. Well, that's true. Now, how would you talk about this album compared to the previous two? Would you say your playing has matured or changed in any way? Oh my God, yes, 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 I change it a lot. I can see a huge difference between Enjoy and Oracle. Uh, albums in uh, artist, artistic way of saying, of a career saying, they represent some moments. So my album Sons, it was a moment that I was feeling I need to do something. 
period. I need to, there is something inside me that needs to come out. <clears throat> I didn't have the resources. I didn't have the financial resources, the best effects, the best drummers. I didn't, I just felt that I, need to do, I needed to do something. Mm. So I did sounds and it's a pure record. When I say pure, it's because there's a pure energy wanting to come out in, the, in my album sounds. But, for example, recently, the last five years, I am studying a lot new, different stuff on music. So if you take my first album and my last album, you can see some more sophisticated scales, uh, harmonies, and not because I want to be sophisticated, but because I learned better, oh, this represents the feeling that I was feeling. Yeah. So that in my first album, I didn't know. But in my first album, I felt the energy and ta-da. So it's pure energy, my first, my first album. But now my last album is a refined energy. And for sure, my next album, yes, there will be a next album. Perfect. And, and it will be more refined. We change every day. Exactly. Yeah, we're not the same as we were, you know. No. Well, you said 2017, so that's what, five years ago? There's a lot of change there over that time, right? A lot of growing and a lot of things happen. And that's just yeah, life, five right? Years, I just changed in one country. I, <laughs> I abandoned all my previous life in Brazil to start a new life in Canada in five years. In five years, I bought a house. In five years. <laughs> Yeah. My God, it's only five years that we're talking about. It's crazy, right? It's like so much can happen. So I totally understand how, as not just as a person, but as an artist, we evolve and we, you know. And, and that's funny, too, because there's so many people get nostalgic on things. And they're like, uh, say a band releases a new album that was from 20 years ago or 30 years ago. And they're like, well, it doesn't sound like it used to. It's like, well... <laughs> People change, like people grow and, you know, they, the times are different. There's so many variables that play into um, putting out music and, and, and the whole time period of, you know, you as a, as a musician and a person. Uh, personally, and I was checking recently uh, the new releases of Pure Jam. Of Pearl Jam, yeah. Sorry, Persian. Yeah, uh, it's completely different. Yes, it's completely different, and it's new. And people are judging, uh, like you mentioned, people are judging. Yeah, yeah, but they change. It's right. It's, 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 they're like, well, why doesn't this sound like ten? Because ten was nineteen ninety one or ninety ninety two, right? <laughs> Think about that. Did you? Are you the same as you were thirty years ago? And, uh, yeah, in one week we can change. We can watch a movie that will inspire us to be to change our mindset. So in one week we can change. Imagine ten years, you know? Yeah, exactly. Now, yeah, uh, I wanted to ask you about so the guitar that you play in Beautiful Evil. Um, okay. Dark finish with the wood grain exposed. That's a beautiful guitar. Um, yeah. Who is that I, made by? It's a Schecter guitar. Oh, it is a Schecter, okay. It's a Schecter, uh, so the full description, it's a Schecter Apocalypse C7 nice. uh, with a fixed bridge, 
So in 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 this guitar, I was not wanting to use tra uh, whammy bars, and it was only raw sound. Yeah, raw sound. And this guitar is phenomenal. So uh, this guitar, she has an ebony fretboard, stainless steel frets, the jumbo ones. Yep. One thing, the, the tiny details, you as a guitar player, you don't know, ebony fretboard, it's easy to yeah. fly over the neck, you know? Yeah. And especially when you have jumbo frets, it's even easier to play fast. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it has the new Apocalypse pickups. It's a lot of output coming from the pickup, you know. So I barely, I barely used a lot of distortion. It was mainly the guitar screaming. Really, really, I, that's great. Yeah, I no, love those. I, I love high output pickups. I really do. They just and they, they are passive. They are passive. That's they are right. Not yeah, yeah. We, so. A lot of output coming from a passive uh, beaker. Now it's amazing. So, this guitar represents me when I talk about seven strings and raw, dark emotions, metal, and etc. It's my guitar. But I have a second Schecter that now is my passion, it's my loved one. It's a Schecter SLS Elite. And I have a Flight Rose 1500. Nice. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, with uh, the pickup is a Fisherman Modern Fluence, and I have a sustainer, so I'm recording a lot of stuff with this. But all, for all the old schoolers, yes, I have a Gibson Standard 2018. Yeah. Uh, she sounds amazing. I record a lot of with her, you know. But like we were saying about the music, each guitar is for different emotions. That's right. Yeah, and it's true. I have I have multiple guitars. I have, you know. I've got, oh, I've got a, <laughs> exactly. You have to, you, you, you're, and people always say, well, why, why do you need so many guitars? I said, well, it's, it's your preference and you don't want to play the same one every day because every, you're playing something different. You want to use this guitar. You want to, you know, it's, it's different. Let's say, uh, let's say about French, English, Portuguese, and Spanish right. is different tools of expressions it's different languages so we have the music but we can talk we can talk the same about guitars so if i want to express myself with the energy of beautiful people i can't use a fender stratocaster yeah it's not the right to, to express myself in those feelings but my other song that i have honesty I can't use my Schecter 7 strings. I, I'm using my Gibson standard because it has the classic rock feeling. Yeah. I was trying to, to be honest with myself, you know? Yeah. So from where I came, where, uh, what are my influences, things like that, you know? So I, I need to use my Gibson. So each guitar has a different profile, a yep. different tool of expressions. That's true. So that yeah, exactly, and I totally agree with that. I, I'm kind of the same. It's, you know, I've got I've got a bunch of guitars that are like, you know, like I'm like, okay, I don't play this one all the time, but it does have a use. There's a reason for it. There's a reason why I have it. So I totally, yes. I totally get. It. Now, the guitar in two of those videos that I watched, the Deep Purple track and the Annihilator song. What is that one? 
Oh, okay, okay, okay. So we're talking about some history. In Brazil, when I was in Brazil, I was endorsed by a guitar brand, and the brand was Artwood. It was an amazing, uh, an amazing brand in Brazil. Unfortunately, the the owner he retired. He was he was old. He was retired. He was wanting a different. Uh, a different retirement life, you know, so that's why the endorsement finished, but I still have my guitars, my artwood guitars. Yeah. So in, in the videos, you can see some random artwood guitars that I was using back then. I had a contract of four years, so for four years I was using exclusively uh, artwood guitars. But then, in some videos, you can see that I have my signature guitars. I have the artwood RH6 and the RH7, my my version of the six six strings yeah. and my version of the seven strings. Yes. Yeah. So I have those. I love them too, and they provide different expressions. Even though I have guitars with my name, I still use different ones. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Makes total sense. Yes. And the guitar that I was using uh, in this in the video of Anaya later. I was using a Russian guitar from Onikan. Uh, back then, I was supporting them. Uh, I was doing some videos for them, and I did this video as a support as well. But yeah. but I chose the song because it was fun as well. You know, yeah. so I was, cool mixing, I was mixing two things. That it was <laughs> King of the Hill. Was that what it was called? Uh, yeah, King of the Hill. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. King of the queue. But recently, I don't have endorsements now. Yeah. Recently, I'm, I have my guitars. Yeah. So you can use whatever you want. <laughs> More or less. That's it. Right? No, that's cool. So, I mean, before I let you go, and I really want to thank you for joining me today because it was a lot of fun. Um, moving forward. For me too. Um, did, are you getting to start out playing now? In Montreal, are things opening up a little bit? I'm feeling extremely lucky because, yes, uh, I did one show now, August 7. I have a classic rock band. Um, the name is Remedy Tones. Yeah. And it has some amazing, amazing musicians from Montreal. Susie D, she's the singer. Nicola, he's the other guitar player. Christine, the drummer, Jeremy is the bass player, so all top musicians, and we're paying tribute to the old classic rock, cool. I think in the, pro in the proper way, uh, with this band, so I had a chance of doing one show with them, and I know in advance, in February 19, the sales for the tickets, it's open already, uh, we are going to open for 21 Guns tribute. I don't know if you know, but 21 Guns was considered the best ACDC tribute in Canada. Oh, okay. I've never heard of them. Okay, that's, uh, that's cool. Uh, by, the, by, the, by the own ACDC, they were considered as the best, the best. ACDC tribute. So we are going to open for them cool. uh, with Best Rock, so it's amazing. And with my album, I'm just waiting a little bit things to get better because I want to do guitar clinics and workshops with my CD. I want to show some ideas, I want to explain what I use, you know, for for the guitar player community, it's always good to share. That's it. So that, yeah. 
that's my intention very soon as soon as things get better i want to do some guitar techniques and workshops to show my cd to share the ideas that i use some dominant diminished scales some frisian major modes you know things like that <laughs> that's cool well well i wish you the best of luck with that and um I, it was funny my daughter was actually just in montreal this past weekend she went uh Wow. some of her girlfriends and she had a riot there i've never you know i've only been to montreal on the via because i was on my way to quebec city so i've never actually stopped stopped to see the whole city and i i have to do that because i hear now this. we have a reason you yeah. can take a coffee with me that's right that's right okay <laughs> that's awesome i'll hold you to that no that's cool well roberto i thank you so much man and uh i wish you, you the best of luck and for me, really, really, I'm feeling it was a pleasure to be here. Uh, thanks for the invitation. Thanks for the opportunity. And for all your listeners, thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. And I, and I hope all of you get the chance of listening with a different mindset, a different heart, a different interest in my album. And I'm looking forward to have some feedbacks about my album. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, it was, I love how you describe everything. It really, it, and hopefully my listeners will get that. I hope people listen and go, you know what? The way he's describing this and the emotion and all that stuff really yeah. makes sense. And I hope people will grasp onto that and have a listen to it. So, And that, that's the good thing about instrumental music. It's open. It's wide. That's right. So yeah. for people, sometimes people will feel something different than me, the songwriter. So right. I'm curious about that. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Well, hopefully we hopefully we'll talk again. Yes. And we'll stay in touch, and uh, I will let you know when this is posted, so so you can have a listen to it and share it or do whatever you want to do with it. So, right on. So have a so have a great day, and uh, okay, take care. Bye bye. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Bye. Take care. Bye bye.